0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Unleash Your Inner Goddess with me, Sarah Joyce Hindle. Okay, first off, I swear, if you haven't noticed, uh, this will be a common theme. So if it's not your bag, then this podcast isn't for you. However, if you're down with the odd swear, then let's jump right in. We're going to be having real and honest conversations about personal development becoming the greatest possible version of yourself, um, that inner goddess, and the science and psychology around mindset, happiness, fulfillment um, is basically what this podcast is all about. So I'm your host, Sarah Joyce Hindle. I'm an ICF accredited mindset coach for entrepreneurs and thought leaders, helping them truly learn who they are and what they're capable of. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18 and I'm just about to turn 33 this year. I live in Lancashire in England with my husband and my three children and I spend my days working on myself, developing my strengths. Uh, I enjoy reading. I love going for coffee with some friends. Uh, My favorite coffee is a coconut flat white. Any coconut flat white lovers here, let me know. I love doing work that I enjoy. And figuring out when I can next get on the water and go paddleboarding. Because it is legit my favorite outdoor activity. Um, I started it last summer and I love it. Okay, this episode is my way of letting you into my world. Understanding more about the shit show that came before I found my inner goddess. And how and why I'm qualified to be telling you this stuff. Giving you those tools to take away um, and implement them into your life. And, you know, just giving you a bite-sized version of who the fuck I am. So I wasn't always this optimistic person speaking into this microphone, right? Actually, for 29 years, I detested hearing my own voice and I would avoid it being recorded at all costs. And now I do podcasting, teaching people on Zoom and going live on social media. Uh, Yeah, that changed. But I want to rewind a bit further back than that, right back to when I was a little girl. And I remember three main things about what happens when you become grown up, uh, when you're working and when you're making money. So three things that I remember from being a child. The first one was that I shouldn't shine my own light in case I shadow others. I was told I had to dim my light and cater for other people's feelings in case they felt bad, in case they felt not enough. And I'm not talking about the the kind of bragging, you know, look at me, how amazing am I? I'm talking about being proud of my school achievements, um, you know, sharing that I aced a test or doing something that pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I learned that I could mention these things if I followed up with how hard it was to do or how lucky I was to be able to have that. Basically, if I diminished my worth or its worth, I was golden. Um, that was a belief that I carried through that I couldn't be proud of my achievements. I couldn't mention it without diminishing it in some way. The second thing was that you had to work hard to have nice things. Therefore, if I wanted a nice house, I wanted to go on holiday, um, leisurely working wasn't an option. Work was to be a chore, something to dread and moan about, but we suck it up to have nice things, Right. Um, And the third one was those who didn't go to college or who left college um, midway through wouldn't be successful. The belief that if you wanted more than minimum wage, you'd need to at least go through college. So these were just three of the things that I took with me from being a little girl to sort of being of college age that I believed to be true from external factors. So none of these things were born from within me. None of these beliefs were there when I was born. They all came from external factors, from others. And you might recognize some of those in yourself. Now, these were some of my layers, and every day I'd put these layers or beliefs on and go about my day. Of course, I had other layers too, but these three kept me stuck, um, feeling unworthy, and most definitely in the pit. Now, I talked briefly about the pit in the trailer. Um, The pit is basically my dark place, right? So depression, anxiety, self-depreciation, they all live there. Unkindness, self-pity, you know, all those negative things. that's, That's the pit. And it was only when I found I was fully burnt out that I realized that staying in the pit was actually optional. I didn't have to stay there. I was six years into my clothing business and I made and sold bespoke children's wear online. It was good. On the outside, everything was grand. I had a good following. I had plenty of orders. I was making more and more money each year. However, (laughs) I was struggling to balance my time. I had zero boundaries. You want to sneak an order in past my deadline? Go for it. You want 10% off because it's a big order? Sure thing. That kind of boundaries. Yeah, none. I was up at 5am working. I would do the school run, come back work all day, pick my kids up again at 3 and then take a couple hours off work before I put the kids to bed and start again around 8 where I'd work till about midnight. I was exhausted. I ached all over from just being hunched up all day. It really wasn't good. And I also didn't trust that someone else could ease the burden. I couldn't hire anybody because I was in a scarcity and lack mindset. I used to imagine all the awful things that could happen from hiring somebody. You might be able to relate. I worried that they'd ruin something or they'd steal my customers and open up their own business. I worried that they'd flake on me on a busy day or lock me out of my social media accounts if they got annoyed with me for something. It's exhausting just talking about it. Take all of that and mix it in with my Nana getting really, really ill and me needing and wanting to be at her side for the three weeks she was ill in hospital. My business took a direct hit. I couldn't fulfill orders, I had no backups, I had no systems in place. It was a really, really tough time anyway, never mind the business issues. I felt super shitty messaging all my clients and adding a six-week turnaround onto their order or offering them a refund, whatever was better. Unfortunately, my nan died, which led to me picking up the business in my most intense grief period. It sucked. I started to resent my business and the orders support poured in. Six months later, I realized I was depressed, full of anxiety about which one of my loved ones would die next. Um, My granddad happened to pass three months after my nan too. It was a lot to deal with that year. And I had become that permanent resident in the pit. And I stayed there a while, and then I decided that I wasn't going to stay there any longer. Staying in the pit was optional, and that was that. It was a conscious choice, and one that was really the start of my self-development journey. I want to also note that I got supported externally as well. I sought out CBT, uh, therapy and medication, as well as obviously the support I needed from my family and friends. Uh, I don't shy away from the fact that I had medication at the time. For me, it was needed and I know it's often a taboo subject, which is a shame as I do think medication along with other therapies have their place um, and should be talked about more openly. I started looking at what I could do to banish my fears and my beliefs, those layers I mentioned earlier, um, and how I could put myself out there. And I came across podcasting um, probably about six months into this developmental journey of mine. And I listened to loads of podcasts. I built up my knowledge. I really got into it. And I was like, oh, you know, I'd like to do a podcast. Um, But my fear of what would people think of me? Um, hearing the sound of my own voice and that constant worry that well somebody else can probably do it better than me so why should I really try um, circled around my head and I, and I sort of sat there with that for a while a few months later I built up that muscle you know that mindset muscle of being stronger and feeling like I could take on a little bit more um, I booked a podcast course and learned how to do it. So my first podcast was launched in 2020, and when I ended up having my kids home for 12 weeks through lockdown, I put it on hiatus, and since then I've developed so much more and become so much clearer on my mission, Um, it wasn't as relevant as I wanted it to be. Um, The same year, I found coaching. I fell in love with the whole idea of helping people level up through powerful questioning, Um, and and being a great listener. And it really aligned with my strengths. So I enrolled with Optimus Coach Academy um, and did a really intense uh, ICF accredited qualification. Uh, I'm actually having the CEO of Optimus Coach Academy, Ruth Kudsey, as a guest later on in the year. So if you're interested in coaching, then that would be an episode to look out for. Um, But all this and my personal development work at home changed the way I viewed the world and it all started with gratitudes. The gratitude journaling that I did was the start of domino motion for me, which was consistent action, small, consistent motion forwards. And that brings me to where I am now. But the real test was in August 2021, um, when I was diagnosed with skin cancer. And that grateful part of me immediately came into play. Things like, I'm so glad I caught it early, I'm grateful to have private healthcare, and I'm glad it happened to me now and not the me from three years ago. All sort of were prominent in my mind um, when I received that diagnosis. And that's when I realized, shit, the mindset stuff really works. I mean, really works of course, by then I was well into mindset work and all that goes with it. I'd read over 25 books. I'd completed that coaching accreditation, which was over 125 hours. I'd coached others for over 150 hours at this point. Um, But this was the biggest challenge, right? The biggest test. Does this mindset stuff actually work? Yes, it does. I was booked for surgery six weeks later, and they got all the cancer out, all clear. I healed, and then I put My learnings into action. The near three years of work on myself really, really paid off. And I felt a pull to create more in this realm, change my business to be more mindset focused instead of just business focused with a side plate of mindset work. Um, So I'm now very much mindset, self development, and growth oriented with a dash of business strategy on the side. And that was really the calling for this podcast to continue my mission to elevate more people on their journey of life, um, as entrepreneurs, as thought leaders, to help you access joy, to give you the tools to start stepping into your purpose, and be in your corner as you start to unleash your inner goddess. This shift also changed my business model. So I now run a membership group called the Joyful Business Club, Um, which is really for those who are looking for more focus, balance and joy as they move through their entrepreneurial journey. I also offer live and own pace courses as well as a bespoke one-to-one coaching package that's really tailored to you and your journey. Uh, They really fulfill me and align me with my mission, my values and my genius, which enables me to work, play and be as the goddess that I am. So who am I or who the fuck is she? She's a badass, she's a mover, she's a dreamer, an action taker, a psychology geek, she's living her purpose, having fun, and she's on a mission to bring out everyone's inner goddess to make the world a better place. That's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed a little bit of a dive into who I am uh, and you've enjoyed this. If you have enjoyed this episode, please uh, leave me a review and subscribe this massively 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 helps get this podcast seen by more and more people um, which is what this mission is all about this mission for my podcast is to elevate as many people as possible um, so they can step into their inner goddess